I am on now my second bottle of sake, and I believe that I have been an absolute pleasant human being this entire time. Sake. The fact that sake, you're calling it yes. sake is so obnoxious <laughs> that it doesn't fucking justify. Yeah, I think you spelled it. I think you spelled that it is the really. actual pronunciation. I'll have you know. No, because it's it, <laughs> the joke. fact that you just said I'll have you know. <laughs> he says with his pinky in the air. Oh, uh, yeah, I definitely deserve somebody to punch me in the face right The now. last time Kevin had sock A, we had to end the podcast early because he was mad at everyone in the fucking room. After Dinner Mints, episode 41. It's no 41. one here? It's 41. 41. Wow. Dude, and we lost 10 of them, so it's yeah, actually 51. It's, yeah. but I think according I, to the world, it's 41. So, no yeah. one here? I think this is the first one I've been on in 20 episodes or so. No. Episode 20 was no, probably it that, no? 20. no? Really? It's been a while. Jay... Anastasia. And Kevin. Yeah, so, uh, fuck. Anyway. Um, missing Ken due to siding. Missing Ken due to the siding of his house. Which I'm he missing that guy every day. A picture I miss of that guy every day. I don't see I him. promptly switched phones, so I lost it. What's that? He, said he sent me a picture of the damage to the side of his house or work or whatever he's calling yeah. it. And uh, Chelsea was like, send me the picture. And I was like, all right. And then I was like, oh, I just switched phones. I have no pictures of anything right now. Yeah. So, yeah. So, you, you were saying you're, you're missing Ken. Oh, I miss that guy every day. I don't see him. Every yeah, day I don't see him. He's a good dude. He, it's weird. Like, he gets, he gets, I know you're like, you're like I, I really like this guy. He's a or cool as dude. Anastasia referred to him, me, but all of my worst characteristics <laughs> amplified. <laughs> I had to. I have to meet him. I can't really. That's not a fair judgment. I should probably meet him first. <laughs> anyway, so today I'm at one of our restaurants, and uh, we'll open with this since we talked about it, and yeah. I I wanted to stop talking about it because I was feeling very passionate, and I didn't want to fucking lose the passion because I don't really know what we're gonna talk about here anyway. Space so anyway, already read. Just throwing it out there yeah, in anticipation. Um. So anyway, I'm sitting in one of our restaurants doing lots of fucking work because I currently have 27 restaurants, so my workload has, has tripled. Um, and some lady who I've seen before walks up behind me, taps me on the shoulder. She's like, you're Nolan, right? I'm like, why do you know my name? Um, she's like, well, you know, someone told me you're the director of operations. I was like, yeah, that's accurate. What can I do for you? I just, I, I need to vent to you. Okay, sure. So I, I immediately know this is going to be a fucking problem. I recognize this lady. I had spoken to her once before. I'd seen her more than once, but I'd spoken to her once before at this restaurant. And the general manager of the restaurant goes into the back and calls me on my cell phone. And, you know, I immediately see the restaurant's name calling me. So I'm like, oh, okay, I get it. This person's a pain in the ass. So I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm really sorry. I got to excuse myself. I have to take this call. I walk away. He's like, I, I needed to get you out of conversation. You're going to be there for like an hour. She does this like three times a week. Mm. I was like, okay, good. She's one of those. So she taps me. I'm fucking, I'm like, you know, abandoned. I'm by myself in the fucking dining room. I'm looking around for fucking cover, but I am like under fire. So <laughs> she taps me on the shoulder and I'm like, yeah. And she's like, I, I need to vent to you. Great. What? Your straws. That's how she introduced that. That this is the first line of like the conversation. Oh, I really wish you'd turn around and be like, "Thank you." Let, let me give you um, what do we call them? A napkin. Pr- pronops number. 
Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, let me give you somebody else's number. So, your straws are straws. Why are they in paper wrappers as opposed to plastic ones? Because those are just the straw. Why, why is this a question? Like, why is this a question? Well, there's other restaurants that have paper, that have uh, straws in, in plastic wrappers. Sure. We're not one. What, we, actually, we actually get both. It depends on what they have in the warehouse. Oh, excellent. Yeah. Go ahead. Um, <laughs> what's, why is this a, a, I'm sorry, I don't understand your concern. <laughs> Well, if your hands are wet, the paper sticks to your fingers. Yeah, I, I imagine that would be accurate. That's what water does <laughs> on paper. Um, I'm still not sure I'm following. Well, sometimes when I walk over here to get my drink, my hands are wet. You're walking over from the cash register. Right. What the fuck happened at the cash <laughs> register? That your hands are now wet because you came in from the outside. So were your hands wet when you walked in? If so, why? If they were not, how did they get wet while you were ordering your food? And why? Like, what did you fucking do? Um, she's, three, she's spitting on her hand. And I can't imagine she grabs something. any reason that they would be wet. That wouldn't require you to have washed your hands before picking up the straw, if that's the case. At which point you could have dried them, so this is not an issue. But I don't mention that. So, she's like, it's just, it's unacceptable. And I was like, unacceptable. Okay. I was like, well, you know, I, I don't control, you know, supply supply chain, but I, I'll, I'll be happy to mention it to him. Well, aren't you the director of operations? Yes, the director of operations, not the director of purchasing. So I don't decide what shit we buy. That's someone else's job. Well, how do I talk to them? You don't. You talk to me, and I pass them the information. Okay, well, I want to talk to you about something else. Go ahead. Your bagels. Okay, what about them? They really suck. <laughs> I was like, go somewhere else. Do they? And she was like, they do. And I'm a New York Jew, so I know what a good bagel is. <sighs> Biting my tongue. Right. <laughs> um, I mean now. <laughs> <laughs> Not the place to bite your tongue. So like, okay. You know what? She's like, I liked your old bagels better. Okay. Why? I, I like them better. I like the fact that they were square. Okay. But they weren't actually bagels. But they weren't bagels. No, I know a good bagel. That's a bagel. I grew up in New York. I'm a New York Jew. I know what a good bagel is. Okay, well. They weren't so boiled. Let's, let's, they weren't, yeah. let's start with this. Right. If you were a New York Jew who knows a bagel better than anyone else. So first, first and foremost, I actually started in my entire career in the food industry as specifically a bagel baker. <laughs> I know a whole fucking lot about bagels, like way more than a normal person should actually know about but bagels. But do you know more than a New York Jew? I, I, I assure you, 
I know more than this New York Jew. So I was like, well, actually, a bagel is boiled in malt, which gives it its correct texture and consistency, and then baked on a wood deck oven, which we don't have a wood deck oven, we don't have malt, we don't have a boiler. So what you were getting before was actually not a real bagel. What you're getting now is a bagel. Well, I like the other ones better. Okay, well. Thank you you for your personal preference. I appreciate you expressing your preference, and I'll make sure the right people know. Um, Is there anything else I can do for you? Yeah, I really want you to make sure they find out what I think. Why? Okay. So let me just, let me explain something to you. We have 60 restaurants. So when we make decisions, it's based on what most people think, not what like one or two people think. So again, I'll give your opinion to the right people, but you should know it's probably not something we're going to change because overwhelmingly people prefer this new product. I don't see how. Okay. You don't have to see how. I don't see how people eat fucking oysters, but they do. <laughs> fucking. <laughs> so, right. so she's, you know, incessant. Um, she goes, you know, I was here the other week and I was talking to two other people about our, about your bagels and we decided we weren't getting anything and all three of us left. Great. Cool. Yeah. Please do I, that know, now. I'm sorry you don't Please like them, but you, do you want to lose customers like that? Well, actually, we're gaining customers. Yeah. What do you mean? Well, because when we were selling the old product and people didn't like it, because even if it tasted good, it was not visually appealing. It's not an attractive product. They're all, yeah. Um, people didn't buy it in the first place because it wasn't appealing, but right now, like stores that were selling three bagels a day, which this was one of them, are now selling two dozen a day, which is a lot more, which means, you know, it's like six to one, the amount of people that prefer those. Well, I'm not one of them, and I think you should know. Okay, well, now I know. So GM, like, looks at me, shakes his head, and he holds up his phone and goes in the back. So I know what he's about to do, so he calls. I like that guy. She's ranting over, looks at the phone and rants right over it. Mm. And then he, he, I guess he hangs up because I don't answer, calls back again. And I was like, you know, I, I apologize. I really got it. She goes, <clears throat> I am a customer. I'll let you voice your opinion here because I can see that you fucking want to. No, no, no. I think it's best if you just kind of keep going because, I mean, it's going to be the same thing you're going to say. Who fucking... I am a customer. I don't give a fuck who you are. Yeah. So I'm like astounded that this... By the way, this woman is easily like 72. Sure. You know. Oh, really? Easily. Like 72. Um, she's like... I was like, I, I recognize that you're a customer. But you're not seeming to recognize that... I have a job to do and you voiced your concerns. I've listened. 
I'm going to handle the concerns that can be handled, which is fucking none of them, because all of them are fucking retarded. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I really do need to get back to my work. She goes, I will write a letter to your corporate office if you walk away from this conversation. Please do. I said, okay. I was like, so if you want to write a letter that's going to go directly to me about something I did so that I could respond to you, then you can go right ahead. I'm going to take this phone call now and Bill, like, the manager, fucking covered his mouth laughing and went in the back and called me again. (laughs) I was like, all right, we're done now. And I just turned around and fucking answered the phone. She was like, well, I'm sorry that I interrupted your work day. Thank you for the apology. And turned around and walked right out of a fucking restaurant with a bag full of food that she just fucking ordered from a place that she hates. So then he comes out of the back and he was like, I was trying to save you. I was like, did you hear what you fucking said? And he was like, no. And I told him about the, you know, I am a customer thing. Yeah. He's like, she does this four times a week. He's like, she comes in four times a week, finds the highest ranking person she can in the building and complains for an hour and then buys all the shit that she complained about before she leaves. And that's our regular customer. You think she's just lonely? Oh, Absolutely. Without no, I question. think she's a piece of human garbage. <laughs> a lonely piece of lonely. human garbage? And even if you turned around and you said, you know what, just based off of your opinion, we're going to change how everything is done in all 60-plus locations that we have, and we're going to change our bagels back and change our straws, what else do you have? She will still come in and complain, even though she won, because that gives her the motivation and the fuel to keep going. Like, oh, they're going to listen to me on this. They're going to listen to me on the next thing. Oh, uh, yeah, next I forgot. Thing. She goes, She goes. one of the things is this place has been entirely too slow. I was like, has it gotten faster lately? And she's like, it has, but I still think it's too slow. She's like, and also, she's like, I don't like the way you wrap your sandwiches. And I was like... Right. Isn't that all what just a giant sense of entitlement, though? Oh, yes. Yeah. Um, I was like, what do you mean you don't like the way we wrap our sandwiches? We do that, like, the Panera wrap now, but they used to be bagged. Oh. Um, which was a fucking nightmare because you have to open what's essentially a French fry bag and slide a sandwich into it, and it doesn't I, cover the I, whole sandwich. It doesn't, but I I never had a problem with it. I, <laughs> I know it's you fucking nightmare. hate that. It's no. a nightmare. I would rather set my fucking <laughs> testicles on fire. Um, so wait, but, that's the, that's the current situation. You just put it in a bag. No, 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 that was the old situation. So now it's just now it's a like a like a wrap wrap paper like you. Sorry, would it yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, got it. yeah. So, like so you do first, the regular, she like... Goes, so she goes, I know you're doing it to save money, and you're doing it at the expense of the customer. And I was like, well, actually, as a matter of fact... I'd rather set my well, testicles on paper, fire. Right. The paper. Using, using paper on... <laughs> yeah, to wrap the sandwiches. I wish he had so, actually said that. So she goes, she goes, I was able to hold the sandwich with one hand and not have to touch it while I eat it. Okay. Well, her hands were wet for First. no reason before. We don't know what's going on. I could see why you wouldn't want to touch your own food with your dirty, wet fucking hands. With your hands that are inexplicably wet all the fucking time. Because you have a fucking sweat condition on your palms. She's like, and now I have to touch my sandwich. We have forks and knives, by the way. Just throwing that out. Well, asshole, it's a sandwich. So if you don't want to fucking hold the food while you're eating it, I suggest you order a fucking salad. Right? So she's like, she goes, and I. the thing is, I know you're doing it to save money, and it's at the expense of the customer. And I was like, actually, we're not doing it to save money. We're doing it to make money. And she was like, because it's cheaper. And I was like, no, 
because it's faster. It was like it takes. It was like the the wrap is a more expensive product than the bag that you're a fan of, but it is substantially faster to get wrapped. So instead of doing like forty customers in a half hour. We can do 60 customers in a half hour. And then that problem you have with how slow it is and how long it takes to get your food is completely minimized by the fact that they can wrap a sandwich in three seconds as opposed to bag it in 15, which right. I've actually which fucking tested. I will give you, yeah, they, they can take, yeah. if they don't open, you're like sitting there struggling. Yeah. It it's does like, happen. But so this is more expensive. And we're doing it to give, and, and the feedback Especially has been because it's branded. overwhelmingly positive that people prefer this. Yeah. Um, and it's faster so they get their food faster. So I'm actually solving a whole lot of problems by doing this. And I'm having a hard time understanding what you're upset about because you don't want to touch your sandwich. I was like, it's, it's a sandwich. But you can maneuver the wrap to not touch your sandwich. By the way, that's a like just, thing. Yes. <laughs> just give her a pair of gloves. Like you're not your eating like fish out of a newspaper in Siberia. You know what I'm saying? Like what the fuck are you complaining she goes, about? She, she goes, I would love to come in here one morning if you would let me and bake some bread here so I could show you guys how it's done. And oh I was like, you. I was like, what do you do for a living? She goes, I'm a nurse. I know how to work with my hands. With your wet hands? With your bedpan changing pan hands? Now I'm really concerned about why your fucking hands are wet when you walk in right. because you're a fucking nurse. Like, what are they covered in? Fucking patient piss? Like, I don't want you walking Is in she here. she still practicing? I mean, like, that's even scarier. Like, what are you, that what, much are you fucking, are you walking in here with fucking wet cancer farts on your hands? Like, you're a nurse. Like, what the cancer fuck? Fart. What? What's, what's, the, what's the equivalent of, like, you know, hospital trash juice? Wet cancer for Hospital <laughs> trash juice. Hospital trash juice. That's it. It's All the fucking worst. So yeah, so then fucking finally I just like, I literally had to just like rudely interrupt the conversation. You know who fucking actually wound up saving me? Fucking our, our suburban catering manager. Yeah. Who, who talks so much. So much. Like, as soon as she comes up talking to you, you're like, oh, my God, please don't talk to me. Please really? don't talk to me. Because she, you can't get out of a conversation with her. And she came over and was like, hey, I'm sorry to interrupt, but I really need Nolan's attention right now. And the lady goes, she goes, who's that? And, like, like with, like, a little old lady head bob. And I'm like, she like was jealous of somebody like almost your like like almost to be like who's that hussy like you could just right, hear her right, fucking right. say like who's this harlot interrupting this conversation <laughs> and I was like that's my my director of catering she does need my attention and she goes I I still think the guest should take priority and I was like do you have anything else that you'd like to complain about and she like her eyes got all big and I was like okay well then I'm gonna talk to somebody who needs me. And I walk over and at our catering, I'm trying, struggling to fucking not say her name. Yeah, she's yeah, like, yeah. she's like, she goes, you know, I've had conversations with her. She's like, and I know I'm easier to get out of a conversation with. <laughs> oh, like, Jesus. <laughs> Holy shit. And that was the end of my involvement with that piece of fucking garbage. Fuck. People shit. suck. It's like. By the, the way, the I prefer the paper wrap versus the plastic wrap. On a straw. On a straw? Yeah. yeah no, all the way. Yeah, and I'm okay. Wrap. Like, if you yeah, if no you preference. hold your yeah, I really don't drink care. and your the condensation gets on your hands, 
Like, you don't touch right. the straw first, and then you touch the paper on the straw. I feel like it's easier to remove the paper yeah, off the straw. How hard? Like, an extra cannot two touch, seconds. Yeah, it's not a big deal. The only thing, Super paper, simple. The only thing paper wrap on a straw reminds me of is when we were kids and we used to, like, shrink, like, scrunch down the paper, put it on the table, and then put a drop of water on it so it, like, started expanding on its own. Oh, I never did Sometimes that. Did my that? hands are wet. Is was like that's absurd. That's fucking absurd. Sometimes my hands are wet. Sometimes why? my why asshole your, itches. What the fuck does that have why, to do with a straw? You should why get that checked out. <laughs> what happened? What happened in between saying I would like a turkey sandwich? <laughs> That'll be eight seventy three. Here you right. go. Here's your change. Thank you. And, Chips or carrots? And walking, fucking four and a half feet. That your hands are suddenly fucking drenched. What the fuck happened? There's a leak. So they hand you the drink and the straw? No. They, well, at their place, maybe, right? No, they hand you a cup. They have a fountain. Oh, yeah. Then there's no excuse. Oh, what? You're not even touching like a cup with condensation. You're walking to a soda fountain. There's no reason your hands are wet. Unless you're washing your hands in the soda. Like, there's there's no reason. How fucking clammy do you have to be? I don't fucking know. For She's your fingertips, because old, you're not dude. touching a straw with your palm. We're giving this lady way <laughs> too much time here. I don't think we are. It's filling up a fucking <laughs> shit. <laughs> She's an awful human being and deserves to get run over. This by is a content. <laughs> so yeah. So anyway, right, I but, just I but, feel like it's just exemplary. It, the thing is, I don't think she's a fucking anomaly. I just think she's one uh, of the people who says something. I think... All right. It's that, like, need for attention, whether it's negative or positive. Like, I just need He's like a little kid. Little yeah. kids and old ladies. And my cat. Like... And your cat, yeah. apparently. Like, she'll just do something. She knows she's not allowed to, because I'm like, no, kitty, don't do that. I think you're giving you know? your uh, your cat too much uh, comprehension. I guarantee you, she won't compl- She won't say I'm the customer. <laughs> for fucking uh, sure, my, she my might have more brains I, than this I, lady. I think that she is one of those extremes that end up being so polarized, like so so egregious, right? That it becomes the example and like it, it becomes more it, it it holds more value or it becomes more prominent even though it really doesn't happen as often um i mean granted with 27 stores i'm sure there's a lot more probably like a higher probability of like that kind of thing happening but yeah. with an individual store location she is an outlier so you know, we're thinking, like, but but she's so annoying that yeah. she becomes such a topic of information. Like, yeah, she stands she, out, so it just sucks you so in, bold. and that's like that's the norm, right? Yeah. But in all reality, it's you know, it, although it's a downside to having any kind of direct to consumer business, right? It really isn't the majority. I mean, most people you deal with on the whole are actually no. You're right. It's not the majority, nice. but I think it's a growing number. Like, I, I got in a debate. I might have mentioned this, this on the, the show before. social media direction? Yeah, but I, I got in a debate with somebody maybe, like, a year ago where I was like, you know, I don't think that necessarily customer service is dead. I just think there's a lot more people who have a sense of fucking entitlement out there. Yeah, we talked about it before, And they, too, they yeah. just expect so much more. And um, 
I don't know, like it it shows in that. Like a lot of people a lot of people in her age range feel that way. Like they feel like they should be catered to. Like I think we talked about that the last podcast. We, we might have. Yeah. But it's like, you know, the, Older people tend to feel that way. Like, you know, I've lived my life. Fucking people, the younger generation. Like, I've got wisdom. Yeah, it's, and like, I expect that from that age bracket, but there's a lot of that going my on. My children like, won't visit me. In like 20 somethings, I see a lot of that as well. This just like fucking need for attention. So is that like, that millennial, like, I need a promotion even though I haven't earned it and I'm special because my parents told me so? Yeah, yeah, sort of. And it's like, you know, it's hard to blame fucking millennials. It's not their fault, it's their parents' fault. My opinion matters because it's I was technology. eating oysters when I was three. I don't think it's just I technology. More. I think it's I think it's your parents' fault. I think those are, the millennials are the first generation who got fucking participation trophies and got fucking told they were special and you know it doesn't matter if they fail it's how they play the game and none of that's true. Did you have fun? Like yes, it does matter if you matters. it does matter if you fail. There's a lesson in failure. You're not good. Apply your talents somewhere else. They're or also learn the first from generation your mistakes. to accumulate billions of dollars of student loan debt. Because up until then, in the 70s, 60s, 70s, uh, colleges were like, were little university, like little uh, community colleges and stuff. Colleges were like next to free, basically. And they're left with a shit world that the fucking baby boomers, you know, left for them. Like, you know, they, and they, they are, they're the, they're the fucking direct result of the fucking baby boomers. (laughs) We're getting out just under the wire. (laughs) Yeah, where are, yeah, sort of, we're like, we're like. Just skating through. Well, the I don't last think we're skating through. I think we're the, like creeping through the fence where it's like kind of shitty, but you're not. You know, the barbed wire isn't cutting you yet. You're right, just like, right, oh right. shit! But like, it's starting to fucked. smell a little. But I have we a fair amount of student loan debt like saddled with me for a while now. It's not going anywhere. Yeah, I'm me still too. Still paying it off, and it's I'm sure I within you know, I I've got. I've still got about a good sixteen grand left. That, that same I'm education that you like uh, could have been offered to your parents, though, for like a fraction of the price. Same education, right? It just all of a sudden universities within became, within you know like fluctuates like within yeah yeah within within a yeah, yeah. sure. I remember at at my college the scam was like they give you a seven thousand dollar like every single person got a seven thousand dollar scholarship. Oh, like Every the grants and things like single that, one their freshman year, they were all given a $7,000 scholarship, and then the tuition went up $7,000 <laughs> every right, fucking year. Right. So, you know, you're like, wow, I'm like, they must really like me. I'm getting a $7,000 scholarship until you realize they've given that scholarship to every single person they've accepted, and they're going to make way more than that off of you because yeah. your tuition is going to increase $7,000 every year over the course of four and five years. So they're actually making an extra 21 grand off of you. Yeah. Even though you think you're getting fucking not to mention the banks hooked with up. not to mention the banks with, you know, the percentages that they're putting on there right. they're going to make even more. It's like that it's 20% off but we're going to raise the price 40%. Yeah, that's that's literally exactly what it is. It's fucking it's nail on the head. We're going right. to we're going to act like we're giving you a deal. But it's really we're gonna fucking gouge you on the price in six months and trade in you know, your car, screw. any car, doesn't matter the condition. We'll give you five grand right up front. Right. <laughs> we're gonna charge you ten grand more for the car you're gonna buy. Right. Yeah. I don't know. I don't. I can't. Till this day, I can't tell if like going to college was like the best decision I made or the biggest waste of time I've ever fucking encountered. I think there should be like an aptitude test when you get out of high school or while you're in high school just to help. 
help you get to the, like, I'm not talking about any, like, type of mandatory anything, but, like, it could be a choice. Like, here's an aptitude test. This is people score in this range versus, like, people that score in this range are engineers, doctors, or whatever. So it can yeah, help you go towards your thing. I don't think that's... Right? What? Your interest has to be there too, right? right. Like, your interest has to be there too, but when you're 18, I don't think you're there yet. You're not mentally... Like, in, at 25, your brain is finally... Yeah, you're, you're making, who you're you making are at 25. decisions about the rest of your life. Well, that's right. why... What is it, like, 90% of people who graduate college don't work in the field that they have a degree right. in? It's right. because you graduate college before you've even fucking figured out what you want to do. Or who you are. You yeah. aren't the person who, yeah. who you're going to be yet. When you I think I'm pretty similar to the person I was then. I but think I'm these, probably more similar than most people I know. You're right, 17 like, or 18 years old still, though. In yeah. hindsight, I probably should have gone into engineering. Like, me, in all sincerity. Like, I think too. I could have probably... I mean, would you agree? That's probably where I... Yeah, I think so. I agree. You're interested in that. But I... I didn't learn that or experience or understand that. Like I didn't understand op- or learn that I loved operational things or engineering type things until I was in my late twenties, early thirties. Like that's when it really kicked in that I was like, this, this is it. This now makes sense. Right. I should have went to school late, for, obviously, but I, I still, I don't think it's aptitude is the right word. I think there's some sort of like a, I hate to say it, like almost like a maturity. College needs to get. It's your personality test. That never changes. You could be six or freaking 30 and you'll Mm. rate the same. People with this type of personality. Destroyed my passion and what I went to college for. Yeah, like 100%. yeah. I got kind of drilled out of drawing and, and I still enjoy artistic ventures, but I, I went to for graphic design my first round as well. And it was like, it was it was mundane. It wasn't. It was it was anti-creative. It was it was, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, Subjugated. Like you weren't allowed yeah. to really experiment, ex- explore. You were like, this is what you have to do. You have to do this. Draw this one thing. Create this thing using just this. It was, yeah, I do. My fucking didn't my give you a lack of- passion to do anything artistic or creative was killed in college. Yeah, it just it just sucked me dry. Of like I. Not saying I didn't have fucking good experience. I mean, like, right. you know, fucking. I did learn things. Yeah, life experience, which is helpful. Sure. Yeah, I I learned <laughs> from some really interesting teachers. Um, there's some stuff that I learned that I actually apply in the field that I'm in now. Um, I took classes with Camille Paglia. That was pretty fucking awesome. Um, but you know, for the most part, like. I went for something creative. So I went the industrial design route because I was like, I I knew that even though it was really creative, I'm also very fucking pragmatic and practical and like logical. And I was like, this is a nice blend of what I want to do. And I'm still highly interested in industrial design, but it killed my fucking passion because they were like that particular school was like, it's not about product. It's about process, which is weird because that's how I feel about operations. Right. But... They were like, you know, it's about the process, document the process. That's what's important. And what we learned is that, and like they, so we were a couple blocks away from the Art Institute and they would like talk shit about the Art Institute. They were like, it's fucking trade school. Anybody can go there. You You just, no, I went to UArts. Oh, right, right, right. Um, Sorry. It's like, it's a trade school. We're one of the top schools. You know, anybody get in there, just be able to pay a tuition. And it's like, uh, yeah, I guess so. But guess what? Those kids are graduating with a fucking portfolio of finished right. work, which means they're going to get jobs. It's like 
It's like if I put on my resume now, like if I was applying for my current job and I put on my resume, I read about doing these things. I talked about doing these things. I wasn't really focused on getting results. I was kind of focused on like how to get results, but I never actually got results. Like that's what you fucking, that's what you left with because it was like, I, I was watching kids fucking graduate and I'm like, they're, they're waiting tables. I run, I already run a restaurant. Like why the fuck am I going to put myself in that position? So I left because it was like, you know, to transfer any school, it's fucking worth it. I'm going to have to start over at the bottom and I don't have another fucking two years to waste of my life. I can make more money now than, than I'll make in the next fucking five years, like fighting my way to like get some sort of recognition. Yeah. And, that was, you know, that was it. I mean, it like it killed. I mean, maybe it's just a really bad program at that school, but it killed my desire to do that professionally. I went to Philadelphia College of Textiles and Science, which is now called Philly U. Yeah. Which was a very heavy fashion design, and they had an amazing architectural. They program. actually have a really good industrial design program. They do now. Yeah. But they, so graphic design. When I went, was actually it was one of the first years that that was an actual curriculum. Before there were fine art programs or just you know other collaborative programs that right. included a quote unquote graphic design coursing. But to have an actual full four year curriculum, this w- I went essentially like the first or second year that they even had that, and it was a brand new thing across the country. Right, Temple just implemented it. Uh, textiles there was two art schools in New York that did it and so it was like this new and up and coming thing so I think part of part of you know my ending disinterest was like you said it was still it was like an experimental curriculum and they didn't really most thinking back on it looking back at the courses that I had it was a fine arts program but really dumbed down to like high school art you know, like the, the the things that you were doing in my classes were things I already did in high school. And right. I was just like, I don't understand this. I'm paying thousands of dollars to go to a, a class that I did. This, like, where's the grab? And we had in the whole four years. Now, granted, this was back in the 90s where a lot of this stuff was still kind of making its making its weight. Um, you know, they, we only had in the entire four years, four computer classes. So... Photoshop or any other like Adobe suites or anything like that, which were out, weren't really considered or part of it, part of the curriculum. So what was I going to do when I got out? Yeah, that's a field that became quickly dominated by technology and computers. Immensely. Yeah. Yeah. So what would have happened? All right. So I have a portfolio of hand-drawn shit. What do I do now? Do I go work for Disney? Like what? And that's and that's immensely competitive. It's, That's a, mentioning Disney is like, there was a dude that in my freshman year, was like super into animation. He went for three months and he was like, "Fuck this," and he left because he had a connection at Disney and he got hired. And he was like, yeah. "This is my career. Like, this is what that's, I spend the rest NFL of my life doing. Why level, am I fucking like spending my life here? Like, yeah. why am I going to spend all this money to to not learn something when I could go learn?" on the job and, and get these fucking skills. And I was like, yeah, that's the kind of thing. Like, like kids get out of high school to play in the NBA. Kind of like, that's, that's what that is. That's yeah. like, Oh, I'm going to get, no, it totally. He just walks so, into yeah. Disney. No, like into that, Disney. But, and you have to have a really, like I, I am nowhere near anywhere close to the level of skill set to be able to come like knock on their door at all. 
Yeah. So like I was kind of I was like, what what is this? I don't understand. And I was working in restaurants and I was managing restaurants and and business. So I was like, it's kind of the, and I was, I was drinking a lot. <laughs> I mean, I definitely alcohol was a huge factor in me leaving school when you know at that time a huge factor. But still, uh, the thought of it, like you said, what, what what was I getting out of it? It wasn't it wasn't anywhere near like the glamour that they put the spin that they put on it. Like, come to us, we've got one of the best newest curriculums for this specific thing. Industrial design as a curriculum didn't come until yeah. like six years later. I feel like. And that would have been even more intriguing for I, me. The colleges are going to be fucking obsolete in the next 10 years. Like, I don't, I don't think, know, man. I, I don't think YouTube that free, shit. Yeah. free government organizations. Dude, right? Yeah. No, I'm serious. I think, like, guys like fucking... Guys like Jordan Peterson and guys like, you know, fucking... Uh, what's his name? Ben Weinstein. Like, I think dudes like that are going to be just setting up online courses and they will eventually get accredited and you know, you'll get your degree there and you'll save tons of money and you'll learn the same shit. And you know, you, you can learn stuff that's like relevant and focused to you. And they already have things like started out on YouTube for that. Like what, what's that math one that you can learn literally, uh, was it Pavi or something know. like that? There, there, there was this, this, this group of guys that started out doing, uh, tutoring on through YouTube videos, and they would get people to 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 uh, you know message in saying, "Hey, I need help with this, and need help with that," and it was everything from simple grade level algebra, like or grade school level algebra to you know calc three and and beyond, right? Right. And then it just blew up, and it's now this online thing that they get sponsorship for, they own. They get uh, um, donations from, and you can literally go on there. They have online, like personalized video tutors. They have courses that are now accredited through major universities and Ivy League schools, and it's all pretty much free. You can go yeah. on there and learn anything you want to know between from accounting to geometry, engineering, trigonometry, calculus, you name it. You I, just you know, type it in, and you can, and it's right there. I and think you can learn it. for me too. Like a lot of the thing is like college should be teaching you how to think, not what to think. Yeah, I totally and, agree with that. You know, at least in liberal arts, and it's like I went to college for, you know, I did have liberal arts. I had things that I had to take because you had the you right know, your core the, curriculum. A university will not get accredited unless they're fucking doing liberal arts. Otherwise, it's a trade school. Right. Um, but. My hard skills were about trade and like they forced their fucking political and social opinions on you so fucking hard and it turned yeah. me off so much. It's like, dude, I'm here to learn how to like use a CDC mill <laughs> right. and you're busy fucking trying to shove down the fact that like, you know, I was in college at the beginning of like the Bush administration so, like, you're trying to, like, shove in my face how, like, it's a sham that Al Gore didn't win and shit. And, like, whatever. Like, okay, maybe that's true. But guess the fuck what? Like, this is not the fucking venue for that. Right. Like, I still need you to know, fucking I'm learning. To I'm, job, I'm trying to fucking so. use a drill press and not fucking take my finger off. And this is what you're, like, blabbing in my ear about. Like, yeah. pick your fucking venue, homie. This is not <laughs> what fucking this college is about. This is about me learning design skills and I'm not learning that when you're trying to shove your political influence yeah, in my face. Yeah, go burn your bra somewhere else. I Professor need to Homie. fucking learn this shit right now. <laughs> Professor Homie. Yeah, Professor, Professor Homie. Homie. Yo, Professor Homie. 
I mean, we, so you got our, like, imp- I mean, I do think there are advantages to, like, the idea of college, and, and I, I don't think necessarily in, in a lot of ways a four-year is as necessary anymore. I think a two-year for that, like, learning how to think and process is important, you know, um, so that's, that's another, just, but, all right, so you got our backgrounds. What are your guys' backgrounds or impressions about higher education? So I started college when I was 16, and I picked business as a major because it would be easy. I didn't want to worry. I knew I should have been an engineer. Yeah, I, I knew I should have yeah. been an engineer, but I didn't feel like worrying with all that math. So I was like, <laughs> fuck it. I'll just do business. I'll just pick business. I'll fly through the shit. It's common sense, in my opinion. I don't mm-hmm. understand what the big deal is. But the thing is, if I would have, if I wasn't that young, and even at 18 or even at 20, like, I think I would have picked engineering if I would have, if somebody would have been like, hey, man, that's how your brain works. You right. like to, you've been playing with Legos. You've been taking things apart and putting them back together since you were a kid. So, like, what are you doing in a business class right now? Yeah. Like, it, it just doesn't make sense. So, um, that's one thing. My only thing is regarding colleges, I think it's still important for the social aspect. So, if you're going to put these kids in school at 18, socially I think it makes sense my problem is being in homes and seeing these kids now that are like 15 16 17 they're socially inept so if you can't have a conversation with somebody because you've never really been put in a situation to have a conversation with somebody then it doesn't matter what you study in college do you think that that changes in college I mean I feel like I feel like to me the biggest benefit and and I I say this a lot I've probably said this on this show but when people are like when people that you always hear this, right? Like, oh, they act like they're in high school. Like these people act high school. That's so high school of them. And I'm like, eh, not really. The whole world is kind of really like fucking high school. Oh like, yeah, the whole I'm constantly world is bumping into fifty-year-olds that act you know, like they're in high school. Right. But but that's because that's what you act like. So to me, the biggest benefit of high school is not like what you learn, but it is that you learn those social interactions and learn how to deal with people in groups. Where there's a maturity level above, like, like all of those other, you know, tangible things that, like, you don't really necessarily, like, you're not getting exposed to fucking, to drugs and sex and shit like that in, like, elementary school. So once that stuff comes to play in high school, you're learning how to operate in an adult setting. And you basically act that way for the rest of your, at least in social, or people tend to socially behave that way. For the rest of their life, they may mature a little bit, but I think that's more that maturity is often just a fear of consequence more than actual maturity. But I don't know that you get that in college. Like in college, I was way more disappointed by the lack of maturity of people that who surrounded me than I was by the people I was friends with in high school. I was like these, like I felt like I was friends with fucking adults in high school compared to the people that I was friends with in college. And I'm painting with a broad brush for right, any of my course, college yeah. friends who are my, listening to this. Obviously, I was, I was I friends think, with you guys for a like reason. A minority but, in that perspective, but I yeah. think I, I definitely think in, uh, that there are some advantages. Like I said, even in a two-year per, uh, curriculum, that college does offer because even in a high school environment. When you go to college, if the things are still essentially the same, the priorities are different. What you measure as important and how you interact based off of that do change from high school to college. Because of the level of self-accountability. 
Right, and which which is an important growth learning tool. Number two, but for most it also people, creates for the first time in your life, for the most part, if you've gone your entire life in a everybody wins a trophy thing, and then you get shocked into that college zone of you don't get a fucking trophy because now fuck you. Um, you you lost. You didn't get into Harvard. You didn't get into Yale because your grades in high school sucked. Well, now See, you learn that you are second fiddle or whatever. For me, like, I think it that, was... that hierarchy of like winners and losers gets shocked in you in, in, in uh, high school. I like, I sort of soared through high school and fucking like I coasted and still did better than everyone else. And that was because of the structure there and the total lack of structure in college was not fucking helpful for me at all. Cause it was just right. like so fucking loose. And maybe that's symptomatic of the school I went to, mm. but I felt like it was so loose and so fucking unstructured and so like wishy washy that it was like, you know, what are we supposed to do? When are we supposed to do it? When do we turn this shit in? And that was like, it was like, I don't know. It was fucking weird. Like, and I think for most people, like the people in this room might be fucking different, but I feel like just think about think about where you work. Think about the people who surround you at work. Most of them, most of the people are not in charge. Most of the people are not breaking new ground, even if they're very successful in their position. Most of the people are not advancing past a certain point and it's very obvious the point that they'll never advance past and i think for most people high school's all they fucking need if they even need that because most people go out to the world and sit in a structured setting where they have certain guidelines that they have to adhere to and cannot deviate from and these are the rules and that's it so i feel like for 90 percent of the world it's like high school's designed to make fucking factory workers but most people are factory workers Okay. Sorry, did you have something? No, to say? go ahead. Sure. No, I do have something to say. No, but go ahead. I feel like most no, people aren't fucking. Ahead. I, I, to put it this way, I feel like most people aren't fucking smart enough to handle. But what college is supposed to be? I think that college problem. itself is a racket. Like, as far yes, as the core curriculum sure. is concerned, like, I, there is no reason I should have had to write twelve essays if my degree is in fucking business. Like, you know what I mean? Right, like, right. It, the best class in that. writing I ever took in college was business letter and report, report writing, which basically said, be concise, motherfucker. Like, yeah, do right. not tell me a story, be concise. And but that has taken me... Than you need to, yeah. Exactly. Just be, uh, just use some kind of, like, economy. Like, all of, the points are best. Yeah, and that's, and that's the biggest thing that I've learned through all the different industries I've been through is the shorter, more concise the message... The better, the better it is. chance is delivered. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. the better chance the other person understands it. So mm. that, uh, I don't know, two Lesser semesters and I don't know how many two thousand dollars worth of twelve essays I wrote. Right, that was stupidity, and yeah. I don't understand why anybody would have to do that unless your degree is in writing <laughs> or <laughs> fucking. I want to teach English, like that's right. the shit. <laughs> right. Like, so what I are we think talking in, about? A, in a societal view. Right, devil's advocate. Yeah. Take. I'm formulating some of these opinions as I go. By the way, so. No, 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 no. no this, I think this, I think this is actually, <laughs> I think this is a very fluent conversation because yeah. it's triggering different ideas and different thoughts. And I, one that I just got based off of your last, your last segment of you know soapbox, 
Um, <sighs> but was, um, okay, so based on the individual and what potential they have for, you know, for, for growth, for what they can do for their lives, okay? I just but really want most people to realize that they don't that have they potential. Suck. Right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but in a worldview, right? Right. Factory jobs are not a thing like they used to be. Sure. Okay. So I, so when I so say factory person, workers, I'm not specifically saying factory workers. No, I'm no, saying no, 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 most no. people aren't motivated to do more than the minimum anyway. So putting in a situation where they have to strive to be successful rather than being told how to be successful isn't going to fucking help them. But no, but this still fits my point. So use factory workers as an example. All jobs of the same kind of dynamic of factory workers, which actually some factory workers are, you know, could be engineers based all the way down to a fry cook. Sure. Whatever that range of job is that only really needs tech school or high school to learn and on-job training to learn. Right. Just a safety class in most cases. A lot of those are going away. And as things progress and move forward, they're going away. So in a societal view... Our education, like right now for the U.S., we are way down on the list as far as how smart our, our, our citizens are. Sure. Comparatively across the world. Right. We are not in as much innovators as we used to be. We're still not like up there like the second or third most innovative country in the world. But right. Nowhere near to the level, the, the gap of level. From I don't think we make top we five to right now. Just saying. Um. So, all right, so you're not, you know, you take, take one of the workers from an operational standpoint, from an area director, regional director standpoint. Sure. Development. Right. Push the people, right? Yeah. Okay, you don't want to do this. Right. But in order to make you better, which is going to in turn make this whole picture better, this business better, I'm going to motivate you and push you to be better. Sure. And that's going to not only help you and maybe, you know, but it's going to help the societal See, whole but that's, as a potential, Isn't that something right? different? That's... No, but this goes on to the idea of education, right? Sure. Pushing somebody that, all right, so you don't want to be more than a fry cook. Well, fry cook's going away. And in order to do this next level job, which is going to be the future equivalent of a fry cook, you're going right. to need a college education versus a high school education. Or instead of a tech, tech school for 18 months... You're going to need it for 36 months. Right. Right. So pushing that to the next level, like you're still going to motivate people. You still got to push people to still have to learn more than they would have wanted to before. But once you can get them through it, great. Now you're the next equivalent of the fry cook or the factory worker or the whatever it is. I guess, but, but I feel I to feel advance like that in I feel some like that's way. not going to be you know an eighteen month tech school is now a thirty six month tech school. I feel like that's going to be like an eighteen month tech school is now a six month tech school with online lessons and then a practical examination to demonstrate you can do it. I mean, they even say about fucking they say about heart surgery. They're like, you can learn heart surgery in two weeks. You go for eight years to make sure you don't make a mistake. It's all about repetition. But the reality is you can learn all the core skills in two weeks. And that's like, I feel like that says a lot. Like, now I'm not advocating that fucking heart surgery is a textbook. <laughs> heart surgery what? on YouTube. Yeah. But, but, you know, most fields aren't fucking heart surgery. Right. So if you take a look at the, you know, the supposed reality of that, then, you know, what's the reality of everything else? So. 11th. <laughs> sorry. So, uh. Back to the heart surgery thing. So probably a mechanic could probably do it, right? Especially with the, sure. uh, what's it called? 
um, online courses in heart surgery. No, I mean surgery uh, endoscopic. Is that right? Yes. Sure. Yeah. So that's. How are we above China? I know. That's <laughs> crazy. They're communists. That's how we're above <laughs> them. So, so, so I guess you're right, but then there's other factors that a doctor needs to know. Like if this happens, then X, Y, Z, they need that training to, to go. But I'm just scared about, I'm concerned about mechanics, plumbers, and electricians. Like we're running out of these people and right. no one is well, looking to. plumbers will ever go away. No, I'm not saying they're go away. I'm just saying, do you know any, like if you need, if you had a plumbing emergency, do you have a plumber you could call? Myself, yeah. Other actually, than yourself, let's say you weren't handy. Yeah, plumberama. <laughs> That's what I call. I mean, yeah. There's, 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 there's conglomerates now. There's, there's. So in the service industry, um, and I, I can speak with a little bit of knowledge on this. Uh, as I, I ran a service industry company for a couple of years, uh, or operated one for a couple of years. Um, the uh, there's there's so many independent small mom and pop companies that still pop up here and there, and you have these resurgence of like, oh, I I can do this because it's it's cheap to get a certificate to right. say that I'm I'm capable and equipment goes on sale, so I can buy this that and the other, and I can come in and say yes, I can do that, but you can't get fully licensed. But what's happening is you've got these larger companies like construction companies or resale companies that are now buying up the smaller companies and their uh, networks to, uh, to create it as an in-house, right? So you buy this thing from us, but then we can then service this, and then in the case of an emergency, we can then come and service do emergency it. services as well for you. Um, and the same thing is happening for remediation, for plumbing, for electronic, for electricians. Definitely. Remediation is completely tied to the insurance industry. But that being said, I don't... I just, that's what I'm, like, it's almost, like, not popular to go into any of these trades, trades even though the there are people that belong there. There are people that... No, it that, isn't, but fucking... Yeah, but... But it's, it, like, it, it's those not, are people that need to go to trade not, schools, not college or it's university. It's not really not... Those aren't even trade school worthy. They're like, here's a weekend course, and here's a certificate. It's not like, most of my family has gone to the trade schools, and most of them are, like, out-earning me by fucking... Yeah, yeah, dude, funny. I fucking it's not even funny. Dude, I, I know because people who there went to aren't enough of them. It's a supply and like demand fucking, thing. They're doing shit that is like so comparatively basic to what other people I know do, and they're making it's hand over foot, man. Fucking substantially more money, or yeah. at least because comparable. there aren't enough of them. And I'm thinking, like in 20 years, you're, it's going to be really hard. Like plumbers already get paid 250 to 500 dollars an hour. Yeah. Especially in our area, like you are, if you are not handy, like you're handy. This is, by the way, the same amount of money that a a standard to good PR per uh, company makes. Right. Right. Or a mediocre lawyer. <laughs> right. Yeah. Very mediocre. Mediocre yeah. lawyer. Uh, accountants make, uh, I make I less think, than that. Of an I hour. think so the I'm... pendulum is going to swing the other way, man. I think colleges will be dead in fifteen years. I think like, they'll be free. I, think I don't think. Too much... I, I hope don't they'll think be they free. will be non-existent, but I think the shape of what a university is will change greatly. There's I just need a couple people to go to college. Just the 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 people that actually need the knowledge. There's that, too much in the way of winners and losers and hierarchy that colleges will not will not dilute based solely on that 
purpose. What do you mean, well, not the loot? You had like the idea of Ivy League schools versus that brotherhood fraternity. Well, I, yeah, I like, don't where think. Where did you go? I went to Villanova. Where did you go? I went to Harvard. Where I did don't... you go? I went to Delaware Community College. I don't think you're that... not hired. You two are hired. You know? I don't think that necessarily goes away, but I think fucking I think what'll happen is you will see schools become more. And I don't use this term in a political sense. I use it in an actual sense. Right. They will become more progressive. They will become more experimental. They already have. They will. They've become. They're starting to, but entirely too progressive in a forcefully. Fucking yeah. Well, sense. the pendulum swinging. But of I mean, I mean, in the sense of like willing to try different shit because it might be more effective. To it might be a more a more effective way of educating people to stay competitive, reduce their costs, increase their enrollment, turn out more successful students, and then you will see. You know, you'll see that from schools that are willing to roll the dice, and as soon as there's like a track record of that working for a year or two, you right. will see the bigger schools jump on it before the other ones, and then all of the smaller ones will follow suit, or the more prestigious schools jump on it, so, so that they see, can say they're doing it, and then you know the other schools will follow suit. You're going to see Harvard the size of Penn State with yeah. camp with multiple campuses throughout the throughout Massachusetts. I don't I don't know about or the size like of Penn State, but I think I think maybe <laughs> more of a fucking very different program than they would run now. Right. Well, I mean, it, it's kind of funny. It's like the idea of uh, idiocracy. Do you guys ever see that movie? Oh, yeah. 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 Love it. Where it was like, what What was it? Was It was in Costco, was it? Was it Costco? Ah. Where it was like, oh, I, I went to college there. Like, yeah. 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 It's the idea of like this, these conglomerates that sell everything across the board, including education. Yes. And they have these massive, like, states. That's where we're at right now. I'm enrolled in fucking five Udemy classes right now. Yeah. Just because, like, I'm like, whoa, I could learn this shit. I've I've gotten Coursera certificates before for certain things. And I'm paying, like, fucking 15 bucks for something that's way more useful to me than anything I fucking learned in college. Udemy. Udemy. It's like a Coursera or Yeah, it's like, it's literally a college course in an app. Yeah. That's cool. And you fucking pay by the course and okay, you get a certificate so, at the end of each course and you actually know what the fuck you're doing or talking about. That's what's, cool. Um, what's, that, what's that grade school equivalent of that kind of thing of like not having a curriculum but seeing a... Um, modular? Is it modular? Is that, is that what's called? Where know. you're like, oh, this kid is interested in this so we're going to gear the education towards that. Like, oh, they like to draw so we're going to give them crayons, Montessori. paints, whatever. Yeah, Montessori, Montessori type yeah. of education. But as an adult... Yes. Now, okay. You but, gravitate towards your interest instead of to right. Like the, I do think there has to be. Don't get me wrong. I'm not fucking writing all of it off. Like I think no. there has to be a balance between like practical, actual fucking skills, and like you should build a career that you're interested in. But there's a reality I think that most people don't want careers. Most people want jobs because a career is a lot of shit to worry about. Like I have a fucking career, right? I am thinking about work from the second I wake up till the second, second I, I go, go to bed. sleep. Yep. That is a career. A job is what you can fucking forget about when you clock out at the end of the day, and most people would be happier with a job, mm-hmm. which means most people would be happier learning how to fucking... Like the people who are bakers? Do whatever... Sure. Do whatever it is to get them through the day to, be, to excel at one job and make enough money to support themselves. Right. Most people would be had to... Fuck, I would be happier that way. I just have a Julius Caesar level of fucking motivation that I that I can't fucking get out of my system. But goddamn, I would kill to kill my ambition and be like, yeah, I'll fucking fucking bake bread or scan items at a grocery store because no, my life would be so much less that. fucking stressful. 
It'd be fantastic. I, I can't even. I can't even fathom that. That just sounds awful. I've tried. Great. I've tried I both. Wish I, I, I can't. I can't excel. <laughs> yeah, I need to off. feel Why like I've accomplished to? something. I can't do the turn on, turn off thing. Yeah, I like need a, I need, I need glass to. Ceiling. Yeah, I need to. No, I don't need the glass ceiling. That's no, I can't. Sure, but, <laughs> I can't turn it off. But I, I wish I could. But I just. I don't want to be able to. Like I can't. The idea of turning off my brain mm-hmm. like scares me. I can't imagine how people go through life being able to do that. I'm not the punch in, punch out person. No. So like that's the. That's the thing. It was very hard for me to find a place or an industry where I'm like, I need to own this shit. That's how I need to completely 100% own it. Like, it's mine. Right. Yeah. No, I don't I don't know that people do turn it off when they go to a job like that. I think I they... I think it depends on your personality. Maybe it depends on your personality, but I think it was... I think for a lot of people, it, like, allows them the time to fucking daydream and think about the things they want to do and allows them the spare time that they don't actually need when they're not working during the work day when they're in their cubicle to fucking to almost fulfill themselves like mentally that but way you're more, but you spend more time in your cubicle than you definitely spend more time in your cubicle than you do in real life so if you work a nine to five you're not spending more time in your life, and now you're just a freaking drone in a cubicle. Like, dude, I would kill to fucking be, have a nine to five schedule. I don't think your brain could handle it. No, and I, I think, think you're you would, incorrect. I think you'd go nuts. <laughs> no, I really do because it happened to me. No, but the, the other thing is how awful it. Oh, sorry, God. Oh no, I just I've I've desired like a nine to five, and then the moment that I've the moment that I get I actually get it that it falls into my lap, I hate it. Yeah, I, can't, yeah, I, can't I need that had sense had of accomplishment. Maybe I'm wrong, but I've never had one. And like, all I can uh, think about is how great it would be to know my day's over and go home because I don't have that fucking luxury. I've created my, own my day's over never over. Sometimes, yeah, now, but I, I also, if you're if you do that, that punch in and punch out thing, you never get a sense of satisfaction. You never get a sense of really? accomplishment. Work is never done. Why? Nothing is ever done. But but that Just doesn't have to be the, the case. Day. What if you're fucking. Because it's not your personality. <laughs> like, if it's not, if you need to accomplish shit. You know, shit, I don't know about that because here's the thing. It's like I think about that and I think about all of the shit that I would love to get accomplished in my non-work life that I don't get accomplished because it doesn't turn off. And it do, I've been getting emails the whole fucking time we've been doing this show. If I had clocked out at five and nobody could fucking bother me, I could come home and do this show because I enjoy doing it. But I don't get to do that. I don't get to fucking go to the gym every day. I don't get to fucking play with my kid every day. Like, I don't get to do that shit. And I'd be able to do that shit if I was 9 to 5. Like, especially, like, honestly, having a family, there's nothing better than fucking a 9 to 5 job. But I can't n- imagine a better scenario. That 9 to 5 will mind fuck you so bad that you wouldn't be able to function when you got home. Why? Here's, here's, may I? Yes, my job, My, my no, job no, no, already no. mind fucks me. No, 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 no. But because... The nine to five, the mundane, everybody fantasizes about the things that they want, right? I want a boat. I want a motorcycle. I want this trip to Thailand. I want whatever, right? I want a room filled with microphones and and, uh, equipment and guitars, (laughs) right? The difference is the nine to five, you'll spend your life with that want, You'll never, you'll, you know, you may achieve a part of one of the, but you'll, you'll spend your life with that want. Chasing sure. And, and yeah, chasing, but you know, just being like, I know I, you'll be more satisfied. It's like being at the zoo, right? You'll be more satisfied actually like going to the glass and seeing the thing. And then that's what you, that's your satiation, right? You get that. 
Yeah, but, but now that I already have everything I want, oh, so now it doesn't right. matter. But it, <laughs> right, because you actually worked. But that's to the like point that's literally the truth. There's it. like there's nothing else I fucking want. Right. I don't want anything okay. else. But you wouldn't have gotten all of these things to this point at this level had I not been, as you not been motivated as I mo- fucking right. am. No, I get that. You would have spent your life looking at the glass of like, I really want to buy that guitar, but I can't right now. I get now. that, but also most of the shit I have, I don't need. And if I didn't have it, I wouldn't be it upset about matter. not it's having it. It's what that it. represents. What does it represent? It's a, it represents the fact of like, I wanted this thing. I needed this. I, I, I didn't need it, but I wanted it. And Do you then think so? I got it. I wanted you know what this, I think I it represents? It. And I'm being fucking honest. It represents the fact that... You didn't have it before, and now you do. No. It represents the fact that once you start fucking acquiring things, it's never enough, and you're never satisfied. So I all you do, disagree. I, I'm living it. So I, I, this is what I'm telling you okay. I fucking feel. Okay. You know why I have fucking 100 watches in a fucking watch case? Because, and, and you know why I still want more? Because it's never enough. Because I have, because I have this fucking ridiculous drive to constantly achieve more and acquire more and because right. of it I'm never content and I'm never satisfied and I can tell you firsthand that's a miserable fucking way to live I am never happy because I but, always want more then I'm, I feel I, then not, I think you're in the wrong you're in the wrong career no he's absolutely in the right career just absolutely, because he can do question. it well doesn't mean he's in the right career I'm the opposite of you, I know it's a career wise, it is actually the only thing I'm interested in. I am not, I would not be interested in anything else as a career. You mean if I, if you were like, if I was like, listen, I'll pay you the exact same amount of money you make, but I just need you to bake bread all day, you'd say, no, That's fucking the same thanks. career. Yeah, no, you know, you're you know, no, you're telling people how to bake bread. No, actually, not really, you but know, you know what, my end fucking goal is my ultimate end goal is to pay off all the shit. So that I can go back to making eight dollars an hour and not have to worry about it because shit's already paid off. That's where that's where I'm at. I just want to pay everything off and like like I want to retire. Like <laughs> I'm 33. I'm ready to retire. Like yeah, I'm retiring I'm at 40 fucking retire. five. There's no. Right. There's nothing. Like I'm already. I like I'm thinking about downsizing. Like. I'm keeping my house, but I'm thinking about downsizing all the other shit. Right. You know, even though we were talking don't about a boat terrible earlier. Fucking, terrible fucking movie. Don't don't downsize. I'm not not like that. <laughs> was, it, was it really that bad? It was pretty bad. Really? Yeah. I, it looked awful. I, I really I like the idea was too. cool, but the idea is awesome. I was a fan of the director, the guy that wrote and directed it. I, I like his movies, other yeah. movies, but this what's was, the premise? Literally shrinking yourself. You shrink shrinking yourself, yourself yeah. so you have more stuff. Get so it? then your your worldly possessions are sold, and you you are now a millionaire, but a midget. Millionaire. Right. So like, like you're this because big. the cost of to make something this big versus this big is way less. So if you go, it, it, it's like it's like currency exchange. Yeah. You've okay. got you've got a hundred thousand dollars as a normal sized person. And you you've go got to Thailand. Million <laughs> right. as a as a as a midget, and you can buy this mansion that you couldn't buy before. Right. Um. And it's better. And I guess it's an environmental blah, blah, blah. thing, right? Like, yeah, there's not enough room. That's what it, it's. An, they 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 sell it as an environmental uh, plan because we can't at at the current rate we go, we create too much garbage and and too much uh, leftover right, right, mess right, or whatever. So to downsize is to be environmentally friendly. It's the environmentally keen thing to do. <laughs> right, I'm doing a good thing by shrinking my body. To yeah. like I like the idea thing. of it. Yeah, it's a terrible movie. Don't downsize. Yeah, oh, okay. I would never shrink myself to that small. That's awful. <laughs> No, I was waiting for a height joke from one of you. No. Okay. I don't do height uh, jokes. <laughs> I missed if national average here, by three quarters. I was waiting for a... Matt to be here to be like, you are already that small. Yeah, Matt would. Matt would have jumped all over that. Already. 
All right, so you would you would have everything paid off, and you would get a, a, a well. Let's be honest with the skill level, like twelve dollars an hour to bake bread. <laughs> and to bake Where'd bread. you rank me so high? <laughs> we can get him sixteen uh, be, in yeah. Central Jersey. All right, twelve fifty. And uh, to to bake to bake bread and like have a nine to five, if you will. Um, Got just, more like a four a.m. to, to <laughs> four to ten is what we're talking I about. I literally but we're make more money than I know what to fucking do with, and I've just been downgraded to fucking twelve dollars an hour. And it's like we you can get, get you twelve. So let's. I'm just trying to give you a bump up. You know, I'm saying you're already special based on your experience. We can jump up a little bit on it. It's our, true. Yeah, it's true because before I was the best fucking operations manager in the world i actually <laughs> believed that i was the best baker in, in the, the world, world. Yes. and and i you know i, I actually believed i like that yeah a hundred fucking percent you don't you don't become successful by not thinking you're the fucking best and as soon as you see someone who's better than you you're fucking how did you instant, do it that way and let me do it better your instant aspiration should be to fucking get better than them and if it's not you fucking you never will be yeah I believe I'm the best, but I'm not successful yet. So does that mean I'm still You still are striving? successful. Yes. You are still successful. Striving. Sure, but I mean like... Uh, it um, also means you probably smoke less. What's that? <laughs> 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 He's probably lived like a couple li- lifetimes already. You know what I mean? So like right. the... Maybe the in like So the things that um, Jay has done, in my opinion, are equivalent to like starting multiple ventures... In multiple, you know, arenas. So, oh yeah, he, you are very successful that. at what you do. You just you sure. you're missing the continuity, you know. Oh sure, yeah. yeah. Oh, so well, so yeah, you bank, could pick up a thing and be like, I'm gonna create like some crazy shit out of it, and everybody's like, All right, I'll buy that. I mean, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's no, that's a different thing. True, like that's true. a. There's a lot of brain power there's there. There's also, I mean, there's also just the type of person who would be absolutely successful at anything they do. And it's not because of like a certain skill set, but just because they understand how to apply themselves mm-hmm. and they apply themselves to what they're fucking interested in. Right. Which is why people who are like serial entrepreneurs typically fucking. F- yeah. Right. Anomaly though. But like. People in general who are serial entrepreneurs, and I'm probably thinking of someone that uh-huh. you can guess, fail at everything they fucking do because they're not motivated because they have no real interest. They're just motivated to like trend spot. Have that title. And have that oh, fucking title and that name. Yeah, like yeah. I just, I want to be the founder slash CEO. So I'm going to found slash CEO all then- of these fucking companies, try to like figure out, try to get ahead of the trend, you know, This sounds like rich people. Or, like, yeah. I'm not talking no, about no. rich people. That's a well, completely you know, different what thing. It is, what it is is, like, the kids of rich people. Yeah. yeah. It's, the kids, you know, dad, um, daddy, mommy, yeah, daddy are going to give me the money to troops. fucking bankroll this bad idea, and I'm going to bankroll one bad idea after another, but I'm never going to really be successful. And that is why wealth typically lasts no more than three generations. Right. So do you, I don't know if you remember this, but I years ago I told you um, many many years ago I had this uh, startup through some connections right. for uh, uh, Benelli motorbikes, yes, motorcycles, yes. you know, scooters, 
And I went into business with a friend who actually had the connection. We knew the guy who had the U.S. licensing for this Italian uh, brand uh, motorbike for scooters, not the motorcycles, but the scooters. Well, he had it for motorcycles as well. Right. But we were starting with scooters, and it was during a a, a popularity. And um, we got to him, and we were like, hey. He he turned around, and he's like, hey, I've got my friend Kevin who, um, who understands you know, some aspects of operations and logistics and, you know, and he can, you know, we, we started talking about it. It was like, we've got some really great ideas and this guy only sold wholesale. Um, but we were like, let's take this into direct to consumer, um, you know, brand, brand only, uh, retail. And we started, and he, he, you know, shake hands, contract. Yes, you two will start the business. You'll be an independent that will work directly with us and have a contract to be our um, our retail provider for Sol Benelli Bikes. And we started out. We started with um, you know gaining uh, a lot of networking, a lot of uh, a lot of sales uh, uh, relationships and networking. Um, started getting involved with uh, uh, different community events to create tents and, and, and uh, get our brand recognition out there and scouting for locations to have the first only and then having a five-year plan for developing multiple units in different markets and researching the markets. And, and all of those things take time and research and energy and, 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 and study to learn and, and develop. And I did all of it. And I kept being like, I need, I need you. This is too much for one person to put in, in this effort, especially when we're trying to do this within like six months to a year. Like we're, right. trying to, we're trying to promote the brand new development of a single brand that's unfamiliar to the U.S. market. And we're trying to push and open up four locations in a year and a half with the expectation of like six more in the next six months or whatever. Like we're, we're trying to balloon this very quickly. I need this help. I need this help. This help. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm like, we need meetings four or five times a day, or I mean a week. We, we need to collaborate. I need you to do the X, Y, and Z. The only thing he was interested in is like, oh, hey, I went and I got us branded t-shirts, or I got a whole pack of business cards. I'm just going to go to the bar tonight, and I'm just going to hand out my business card. <laughs> Right? What? And, it, and it, like to like that was his point of sales, right? He was more of the face, but he didn't want to put any of that kind of work. But he would walk around saying, and, and don't get me wrong, like I love this guy. He's still a very, very close friend of mine, mm-hmm. but I'll never get into a business with him again, you know, like because he, he was awful. Um, <laughs> all he wanted to do was have that title. Party. He wanted to have the, like, I'm the president of my own company. Right. right. I'm this guy. I am. I, look at me. I'm important. Here's well, that my was, business card. That was our last yeah. boss. And that's 100%. all I want to do. And, and it also, I, I got to the point where I was like, dude, listen, if you don't fucking start to learn this shit and help me with this, this is going to go nowhere. And it went nowhere. Right. And he ended up, um, he ended up becoming even closer friends with the guy who owned the rights. Mm-hmm. to the bike company to the US and he literally he kind of got like scammed by him because the guy was like hey I'm going to invest in these stocks why don't you go and give me some money and I can I can do it for it and he lost a ton of money like a ton of money he won't talk to this guy anymore considering suing him this whole nine yards and it was like this he got he got sucked into it because this guy lived the high life 
Right. And he walked around after he earned it of, I am the president and CEO of my own company, right? But he had earned it and developed that over time. No, uh, um, This guy just thought that he could just come in and that's what it was. Yeah, you just walk in and you're all and automatically... Like, I have a business card, so now that's what I am. Yeah. Yeah. And it was, it was one of the most frustrating experiences of my life. Okay, so... <laughs> As far as I was asked this like not too long ago by one of my colleagues that, that's very successful, he said, forget about money. What if you had all the money when you were growing up? Do you think you could have been a doctor? And I said, yes, I definitely think I could have been a doctor. And he said, see, I don't think that. I don't think that about myself. He's like, that's the difference. So like you're able to do anything you put your mind to. And that's the difference between you and your friend. Your friend is just a poser. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so I know he's your friend, but that's the no, that's I mean, the issue there. He's a struggling actor right now in L.A. Like, that's what he wants to do in his life, so now that's what he's doing. He's right. a 40-year-old guy who walks around and does... But he's always been an actor. Yeah. He's trying no, to no, find yeah, himself. Exactly. Right, but yeah. he's, Oh, you he, mean like in life? Yeah, like, he's, he's found himself, Ooh, and his self is an actor, so he <laughs> knows that that's what he wants to do. <laughs> what? So he's burned that guy. <laughs> burned him? Yeah. <laughs> No, I mean, no, it, it, at least there's some self-awareness at this point. If, like, he's like, okay, I, I need to do this, and this is what he does, and he's an actor, and that's that. But is that self-awareness, or is that, like... I think for him, given our conversations, I think there's a part of self-awareness there. Huh. I, I, maybe not complete, but he's leaning more in that direction. I mean, he moved his entire life out there to do nothing but try to be an actor. Yeah. You know, so I mean, I give him credit for that. You know, he's like, I found a passion. This is what I want to do. So this is what I'm going to do. So I'm chasing something. I've been listening to a shit ton of Jordan Peterson material lately. And like, that is a recurring thing that keeps coming up self awareness. And I feel like it's like part of the reason I, I'm like so into this guy is because he validates so much of what I already fucking think. Right. And he goes on that tangent quite a bit. He's like, you know, self-esteem is fucking nothing. It means nothing. It's bullshit. It's like this hokey manufactured thing to try to like make people feel better about themselves. And most people shouldn't feel better about themselves. Most people should not be working on self-esteem and they should be working on being self-aware yeah it's because if they're if, not self-aware yeah if they're right. aware then they'll know what their faults are and actively work to improve them and then they actually have something to feel good about whereas if they just work on their self-esteem they'll be a fucking a loser who's deluding themselves into being fucking happy and ultimately right. like it's a cover-up and they're not really happy and i'm like yeah that's basically how i've seen the world my entire fucking life and people are like, you're depressed, you're miserable, you think little of people. I'm like, no, I just fucking see that this is bullshit. Like, yeah. I see that most people who are smiling and fucking happy are fucking lying to themselves. And I don't ever want to be that person. Like, that's that's way more depressing to me than fucking knowing what I don't like about myself because I can work on it as opposed to, like, being like, everything's okay, all people are good, fucking everyone's beautiful, everyone has talent. No. No, they don't. That's fucking not true. Some people are hideous and have no talent and will never fucking amount to anything. And they need to fucking need to know, know that yeah. so that they can find contentment with what they are and discover what they need to fucking work on so they could be something else. I, I don't know. I mean, I, I think there's two different sides to that coin. Like, I always start out I'm, every... You're beautiful. I'm fucking exaggerating. No, I mean, like, you with me, you're beautiful until you prove me wrong. But you'll prove me wrong really fast. Like, you can prove me wrong in, like, three moves. Like, you and, right. and you no standpoint? longer... 
Yeah, like, as a person, as a human being, like, you're automatically beautiful when you meet me. It's your prerogative to keep that up. And right. if you, I know that sounds it's so fucked you. up. <laughs> yeah, it's on it's you. It's on you. It's on you. So, so you could either remain beautiful because you're, you can't get better than bef- when I meet you. You automatically start as a hundred percent. But then if you are a shitty person, then in, maybe in a couple conference or a couple, you know, very small amount of interactions, you'll mean nothing to me. So I'm those, not upset. Name I'm not those mad. Three moves, then. What are those three moves? Why are we trying to get there, Jay? I think we're using people with their potential. I think I'm we're like, using you have immense potential right. until you prove me otherwise. Right. I I think we're using beautiful in different contexts. I'm using <laughs> it in a strictly superficial <laughs> fashion. Oh. I'm like, using yeah, it as in, up intrinsical. Ugly, and that's that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm using it intrinsically. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, intrinsically, beautiful is only on the surface. You have to a good me. soul. No, so, so no actually, this... this is this is a debate that I got into with my wife the other day when I said something about like somebody not the other. This is probably like a month or two ago, but I said something about someone being gross, and she was like, "That's really fucking mean." I'm like, "It's not mean. This person is gross," and she was like, "What? How could you say that?" And I'm like, "I'm not saying I don't like them. I'm not saying that they're not interesting." It's like, I'm not even saying that, like, they're unattractive. I'm just saying that they're also gross. And that's okay. Like, I could think those things concurrently. Like, I could think you're cute, but gross. <laughs> How is somebody are. gross? Can you, can you elaborate on that? Oh, there's, like, multiple facets in which they're... Yeah. Like, your hands get wet in between the register. <laughs> That exactly. person, oh, gross is not the right teeth. word. Oh, gross! Your teeth, the teeth, oh, yeah, man. teeth, yeah, yeah. Somebody's got to go. All right, so if somebody's really pretty, but then they have like this giant snot stain on their shirt, that's gross. If somebody, <laughs> that's unfortunate. That is unfortunate. I, I mean, I can overlook some yeah, things. She can get over the snot. but if somebody's if somebody's objectively attractive, but they don't take care of themselves, yeah, right. That's gross. What was, what was it, one of that? Do they know the snot's on the shirt? Where no. it was like... Well, I'm not talking about snot on the shirt. I mean, like, they just, you know, they don't fucking take care of themselves. Like, that's that's gross. There's plenty of people who don't. Because if they don't yeah. know the snot's which, on the shirt, then, you know... Which is a question of self-value. Right. In all honesty. It is. People who don't take care of themselves have not value themselves. Yeah. Or they haven't been taught how to take care of themselves. No, you learn. Eh, you know, you, learn. you know, you're supposed to brush your teeth and your hair, and yeah, you know, you're not. You yeah. know, you're not supposed to fucking. And look, pot calling the kettle black here, <laughs> but you know, you're not supposed to fucking sit down and have a whole pizza by yourself. Like right. you, you know that shit. You don't need somebody to teach you that. <laughs> that's you like can that's learn that shit of like... if you can learn it from TV and it's right. You have no fucking excuse. Right. That's that societal thing of like that whole argument about people like Michael Jackson or Justin Bieber where they grew up in these, you know, uh, in, in rich environments where everybody's like, you're great, you're great, great in this in the spotlight. And so they don't know how they act. And so when they do stupid like things. Like people who are surrounded by yes men. You don't even just have to be like that level of fame to no, fucking but do yeah, that. You're right. you but could, that, that the problem like is at some life. point, at some point, limits are pushed. And at some point, you have to apologize for something stupid that you've done. At that point, you learn, oh, that's something that's too far. Right. Right. There's boundaries that are implemented even in those sure. in those extreme examples to where you learn. You, you understand that, no, you're being an asshole and that's wrong. 
And so even for the, the minute thing of like, just fucking fold or iron or hang your shirt so it doesn't get wrinkly right. when you go to work. Like that's something you just, it's just you obvious. Look around you. Everybody else is doing it. You understand that's the norm. Maybe I should acclimate on this one thing so I can be bold in another. Like how did, you just, you learn these things. How did we get here? Because there was like a different path that I was hoping this conversation would go down and somehow I... You, fucking, I made a hard. Correctly. I made a hard left. Well, let's just let's just make a, a U turn. Well, no, back. like what I want to go back to the the. Um, where did you turn? I'm so confused. I don't know. I don't. I don't, I don't remember myself. how we got here. What did you say? You said. You, You're saying people were beautiful on the inside. I was saying you start that. out as beautiful but you're you're talking you made a joke yeah but so, you said I, that wasn't a joke i meant that you <laughs> said something before that though that led me to oh we were talking about like self-esteem and self-awareness self-awareness yeah. okay yes i have i have something on this so i have we have a trainer and he's awesome but he's also very charismatic so right. i have to untrain some of the people that he trains because they end up using his words but they can't get away right. with saying them. So I'm often telling 50-year-old men, know thyself. Like, you can't get away with this shit unless yeah. you're charismatic and, you know, whatever. Like, this guy. Yeah, but guy. is he trying to train people to be charismatic? No, he's not. That's not this, the that's point. That's not a trait you They're, can just pick no, up. No, 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 he's not training. That are mimicking to think, oh, that he are can mimic, do it. That's it. His way. And it comes out very false. And the moment I can pick out his lines out of a conversation, like if you wrote down a bunch of script, I can pick out what this guy says because only he can say it without being offensive or without right. being like a jerk. I guess offensive is the same thing. But anyway, so sometimes I, I always say it. I say it to, to other people that know this guy. I'm like, I got to train the x out of this new person because they can't pull it off nobody can pull it off right. but him so because he's just so charismatic so the that's the thing like there's that self-awareness thing that doesn't exist i mean it's very few and far between no but you know i i feel like it doesn't exist because people have like it's been self-awareness has been like beaten out of fucking society it's you like, think? yeah, I really fucking do. I, I don't think, think it's been beaten out. I just think it's been left on in the background. I don't think it's. I think it's just something that people have. Where is it in on. the background? I mean, where in the background does it fucking exist? Within so it, going back to the idea of education, right? And then this is held back to one of the podcasts from before. You and sure talk about styles of education. Self awareness isn't part of the curriculum when you have those factories set. Styles of education of the rose, the bell. Yeah. Right. Like everybody is. Everybody learns the same thing. Yeah. Right. So there's no there's no personality involved with those things. Sure. Right. So you grow up. Everybody learning two plus two plus four. This is the proper English and grammar, which is all very important. But you know, cookie cuttered across the board. Yeah. So in your formidable years, and certain things not, should be like math should be fucking cookie cutter. Sentence right. structure should be cookie cutter. Exactly. But I think there needs some sort of a mix of, at your formidable years, in your early stages of, not in a everybody gets a trophy way, but in everybody has to recognize their characteristic. Sure. You know, it doesn't make you special. It doesn't make you more unique or less unique than the other person. It doesn't make you better or worse than the other person. But 
fucking understand that you're an asshole or well, you're not an asshole, that you're shy, that you're extroverted. You know, here's... Like, yeah, just focus. list... Can you list Give your... That. Can you list your positive and negative aspects of yourself? Yeah, like, can you do that? that to yourself, a, not I'm saying, like, that's to everyone. That's part of a great school curriculum, I think. Like, just no, I agree. But here's, here's the thing. Like, they teach you all that, right? They teach you, like, this is math, this is language, this is social studies, this is... You know, whatever the fuck you learn in grades. What do you learn in grade school? It's basic Nothing. science. Um, Environmental science, earth science. Yeah, like really right. basic things like local Social history, studies. local geography. Right. Um, and that stuff should be fucking cut and dry. And like, this is what it is. You know, like maybe not social studies because most of that stuff's made up. But like, <laughs> but like geography fucking. Sure. Hey, these are the people who used to live here that we killed. <laughs> fucking... Yeah, that's this it. is this county. Social this studies, this county. the end. Right. Um, this is how politics work. It doesn't. This, this county is named after this group of Indians, and this town is named after the guy who killed them. Right. End of lesson. Um, <laughs> and like, but all of that stuff should be cookie cutter, cut and dry. But while, they, while they are teaching that stuff, they are also teaching you're special. And I think special is the wrong word. N- hold on. Let me, let me get here. They are teaching your special. That's what they're teaching. Oh, they okay. started fucking teaching that shit when I was in when when we were in fucking school for sure. I could remember fucking our guidance counselors and our art teachers. Like they had those, you know, the the regular teachers didn't do that so much, but they had those like you know the what did you fucking call them like the when I was in elementary school, fucking Arnold Schwarzenegger told me I was special. I don't know about you, man. Yeah, I remember that. That happened. That kind of does make you special. Though. Arnold Schwarzenegger came to our kinda... came to our elementary school and made us do push-ups. Um, it was part of like, and so did George Bush. Um, was it George <laughs> Bush honest, or Bill like, Clinton? As, as weird, George Bush. It is it was George pretty Bush. Fucking cool. You yeah, got, you got to admit, George Bush Senior time frame and Arnold Schwarzenegger came to our school. We were in world. third grade. We That's were, kind of on the fucking We were in third grade. Kindergarten now. cop had just come out. We were in fucking third grade, and he came to our school, and we had to do, like, push-up contests for That's him. That's pretty at fucking the, cool, um, dude. At the time, I, I found out it that really elementary is. school. Like, real I gotta, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of jealous. That's really, amazing. Really quickly, I found out that our, our, our elementary school at the time was rated uh, 3 out of 15,000. Yeah. Now it is, like, 14,970 out of 15,000. Which is amazing. <laughs> it's really because to even dive. Because even back then, we were like the school of fucking bad kids. Yeah. Because like, we my, like my, my wife went to a school across town and there was like this uh, academic enrichment program where they combined schools from across town and they would bus kids from her school into our school and we'd beat the shit out of them. Yeah. Because we were just terrible people. And like that's... <laughs> Yeah, but, <laughs> terribly smart. Apparently, I dude, I sit, I yeah, fucking. Yeah. Here's we a weird thing. This people. is so. <laughs> this is so irrelevant to the fucking conversation. Terribly but the other day, I'm just driving around, and out of nowhere, our school song comes into our elementary school song. Fucking comes into my head, and I remember Funny every you know that fucking weird. word, every word. Anyway, yes. While you're learning all of that, like fit in a box. It's so that stuff isn't fit in a box. You need to know how to add, subtract, multiply, divide. Right, like. You need to know that shit. 
maybe then, yes, please. Maybe for not. Sake. Maybe not multiply, but definitely divide. No, no, you need multiply because you can't know multiply without. You can't know division without multiplication. Did you understand this? Do you understand this new math shit? This oh no, I don't want to talk about it. Fucking started on. I don't talk about it. I can't. I can't. I'm gonna get super angry. But here's the thing. I'm already angry. While they are teaching you to fit in a box. They are also saying, you're special, you're special, you're special. While they are teaching you to be homogenized, they are telling you, you are special. And that's a fucking problem. Yes. Because you're not special. No. You're unique. Yes. And those are different fucking things. And if we taught people that, if we said, no one is special... Everyone is fucking unique. Everyone's different. It's okay different. that you like this you know, and they like that. It's okay that you don't like the same thing that this other person right. likes and that's cool. Right. right. If we if we all go fucking play basketball right now, Jay's going to dunk on us. Yes. Fucking, he's, he's not going to fucking be in the NBA. You can do it. You're going to do it. Yeah, he can, he can it. fucking do it. Yes. If we all fucking, I, I don't know, do something else, one of us is all going to fucking do it better than the rest. Right. right. Exactly. So if we no all one, go skiing, right. then I'll if we all forget you guys attempted, at that point. We yeah. might have a little bit of a if challenge. If we though. all tempted to get pregnant right now, the three of us would be shit out of luck. <laughs> <We> fucking, <laughs> she would kick the shit out of us yeah. in this contest. Yep. No one is fucking special. Everyone is unique. unique. Yes. And if, if they taught, you're unique. Which means, inevitably, there are things that you are fucking terrible at. There are things that you will never be good at. And even if you're interested, keep it as a fucking interest and don't waste your time trying to be the best because you're unique. You're not special. But when you teach people they're special while you're trying to fucking squeeze them into a box, they don't have to do that's what the world it. fucking looks like it does right now. If you tell somebody it, 100% it is. If you tell somebody they're special, that means that they don't have to do any work to it. They yes. don't have to do anything. They're right. automatically like, boom, you're labeled right. as this. But so if now you, that is what I am. If you taught people, I don't have to earn it. If you taught people that they were uniquely different, that there are things that they will be better at than other people and things that they will be terrible at in comparison to other people, and most things in life, they'll be in the middle. And it's some things in life, they may very well be the best in the whole fucking world, but it's unlikely. Right. But. If you find something you're interested and good at, work at it because you can become exceptionally good because you can be – you don't have to be the best to be exceptional. No. Um, but you can't be taught you're fucking special because when you're taught you're special and you believe you're special, that's self-esteem. That's not self-awareness. And self-awareness means you could look in the mirror and say, these are the things I need to get better at. And not and by improving yourself, you're not just fucking improving yourself. You're improving the fucking world around you because you're becoming a better, more self-aware person for everyone else. And that raises everyone around you. Whereas if you just are like, I'm special, they they don't teach you – they teach you you're special. They don't really teach you everyone's special. They don't teach you everyone's unique. They teach you you're special and you you grow up with that fucking bullshit in your head and it's a lie. Yeah. No, immense lie. (laughs) I think – and this going a little bit out on a limb, I think one of the best ways to do that is through physicality, right? I think I things like um, physical education in grade school is immensely, immensely important because yeah. you learn very early on, you know, even if you haven't grown to your full height or anything like that, what you're going to physically be good at and what you're not. Yeah. I was, I was never, I was good at soccer. I was never good at basketball. Right. Ever. I played both basketball and soccer, and I played baseball. You know what? I was actually fairly good at baseball. Right. Couldn't hit for shit, but I had a great arm, and I could catch. 
Uh, so I ended up gravitating more towards baseball. Right. Right. I learned very quickly on the shit that I was good at and the shit that I wasn't good at. And I had competition from my brothers and everything else. So my one brother was better at this than I was. My right. other two brothers better at basketball than I was. So I learned, I was like, okay, that's theirs. I'm going to give that to them. Right. So you, I think it's important. Like, physicality is the best way to teach somebody self-awareness right from the get-go. All right, if I physically am not good at this, but I'm good at this, what am I mentally good at and not good at? It's right. like a gateway education to, right. to, to inter, interflection. Yeah. No, I, I agree with that. I think when you're like five or six, you should have an adult fucking kick you in the teeth. <laughs> so that you know you're not that big. Right? And you don't feel good about yourself after that happens. And that's an important <laughs> fucking lesson to learn. We don't actually form Come memories here. until we're a little bit older. This is your though, fifth right? birthday. Yeah, a little don't you bit older. Want remember that? You want them to remember <laughs> that? You it's buried, what it is is it's buried in your subconscious. And you will always know for the rest of your life, like in your heart of hearts, that you're a piece of shit. <laughs> but everybody's a piece of shit. So it's all right. But you'll also feel that way about everybody else because somebody fucking kicked you in the teeth and right. you don't really remember it because you've suppressed that memory. But that's an accurate way of looking at the world. I'm garbage and so's everyone else. <laughs> that's a better lesson to learn. I'm being moderately facetious. I don't know why the room is so quiet. No, I'm, I'm laughing because of a conversation we had the other day, and I thought it was just a Harold back joking of, uh, mm-hmm. of that conversation. But no, I'm just, I don't know about it. it just, I, I, I found it funny. Yeah, like, yeah. In a collaborative, you know, yeah, you know where I'm going. I don't know about this uh, physicality thing. I, I think I got more out of, like, karate than I did out of, sports in general i made the basketball team i was like i don't want to deal with this bullshit what kind of karate did you do that wasn't physical no i mean it is no but i meant like the way he was saying is like more of a like i understand that karate is physical but i i meant like i got i think he just means physical in general and sports was the example oh okay well i'm good with that then no the, the the best things i've ever found for me that work were not even baseball it was karate and then wrestling right i when i actually the first year i wrestled it was it was my it was mind opening for me. I was like, wait, I actually can do this, and the coach you can make decisions all by yourself and do things and apply here. Yeah, but yeah. it was like, wait, I actually can be good at this. And then the coach turned around. And I remember I was a freshman in high school, and my my older brother was a senior, and we both. I went to go out for wrestling. He was a senior. He was like, fuck, I'm going out too. We were always competitive. And I remember as a freshman, I beat him when we were doing varsity tryouts as a freshman. And the coach still had to, he was a senior, so seniors automatically went out for varsity. Right, anyway. right. But it was the first time that I was like, first off, it was the first time I actually beat my older brother, which was like, at you something. Know, that right. was immensely huge, you yeah. know. But it was like this thing of, wait, I actually, this is something that I can achieve. This is where I'm good, and he's not. And, you know, so that competitive nature of, Oh, I can now go down this direction. This gives me confidence. This gives me this, self-awareness honestly, and purpose. And, 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 and the coach, he was even like, this is something he's naturally good at. And I wasn't naturally good at basketball. I wasn't naturally good at other things. And right. so that, that allowed me to start understanding yeah. how to achieve and how I, how I processed information, how I, I learned, how I approached things. I got to fucking say, this is like, and I'm going to, maybe get taught probably not for anybody in the room but just touchy in general is like just keep it below the belt i will is is this is where i think 
<laughs> I think bullying is a fucking good thing, man. What? I, no, I, I don't. I do. I don't disagree with you. I, I mean, to an extent, of so course. So first There's of all, limits, I think the connotation of what, like, what we call bullying today, like, what the news defines as bullying is fucking blatant harassment and there's there's a line no, totally. right yeah, there is a totally. line between like i've been bullied and fucking he i hurt am, my feelings i am like intentionally fucking going out of my way to make someone's life fucking miserable but that's what a bully is is somebody who goes out of their way to fucking to fuck with you and Dude, why is it why is it good i wouldn't have the level of confidence now if people didn't fucking attempt to bully me when yeah. i was younger I got I got the shit bullied out of me in fucking first and second grade by the same kid for like two years, and then third grade rolled around and I fucked them up because I got sick of it. Yeah, and that was like a defining fucking moment in my in my in, in like in how I valued myself because I literally got to I was like I felt bad about myself I was fucking broken I was like I don't know what I'm gonna do I don't know what I'm gonna do and just one. But if One that was you today, you, you would have been suicidal. Like no. you understand? Like that's the that's the amplification how? of that wait, today. Wait, how? That's a like jump. These, that's a leap. Yeah, that's a no, giant that's leap. The, that's the issues how would that, that, that they're be? having. They're having that's the issues that we're having right now. There's like little kids. But that's that amplified. Are suicidal by, because but saying the initial bullies are now suicidal. No, no, no. The, from the start, the the people that have been bullied, the victims. I don't. I don't so I've been first bullied. of all, I I gotta say, I think that's. Few and far between, I think those are the things that are that are like on the fucking news and it's made to seem like it's the, the norm, sens- but it's really the exception. And that that does fucking happen. I'm not saying it doesn't happen, but that isn't bullying. That's incessant harassment. That's that's something totally yeah. fucking different. Like I'm gonna pick with I'm gonna pick on you, I'm gonna make fun of you, I might fucking shove you because I'm bigger and I can intimidate you. That's bullying. They, when you fucking relentlessly fucking press on someone until they're like a broken person, that is not bullying. That's fucking harassment. That's yeah. psychopath. And that's like that is <laughs> no, a no, gross. Yeah, exactly. That is a gross fucking misuse of the word. And I think that shit is amplified a lot now because you know every kid's walking around with a fucking smartphone and they're all on fucking Snapchat and Facebook and like. You know, look, if we, like, I, I know the type of kids we were fucking growing up, and I know if we had fucking Instagram, we would take fucking pictures yeah. of people and make fun of them and shit, and it would be fucking terrible. And I think that's more of like. There's a whole new level of. I, yeah, I think now. that's a it's symptom of where we are now. I think social media is the fucking downfall of society. I really, and I'm fucking, Better look, news. I'm just as guilty as everyone else. else I'm a, still, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm exactly as plugged in, if not more, than fucking most people. I mean, I check Instagram 6,000 times a day. We fucking. But I think. That that's a symptom of that. And I think if that wasn't there, it would be totally fucking different. I mean, bullying was a positive fucking experience for me. It, it really was. Because it was you like, it, what would have happened it if taught you didn't... me about who, what I can fucking handle as a person. Bullying, being like, so I, I have three older brothers, right? And wait, get, and... Let, me, let me fucking squeeze this out real quick. Yeah. There was a time where I bullied fucking someone else too. Yep. And when I realized how bad I made them feel, it made me realize how fucking shitty I felt about myself to make someone else feel that way, and I never fucking did it again. You're leading and into that it. was an important fucking experience for me. You're leading into exactly but do you where think I was the, going, the and little, that's humility. Do, do you think that yeah. the jerks it, that bullied you learned that lesson? 
What do you mean? Like the people that bullied you, do you think that they learned the same lesson that you did? About like how bad they made me feel? Yeah, I th- like I the think same in thing. A way they did no, a I, way they maybe, might have because, but I think especially at a younger age. Sorry if I jump in. No, go ahead. I, especially at a younger age, so like that that back and forth, right? So I was bullied as you know, all pretty much all through grade school, not just from my brothers, but because I I grew up as a small guy, I was yeah. a tiny guy. I didn't grow to to any level of kind of normal size until. Right. Halfway through high school, right? Sure. I was 119 pounds my freshman year in high school. Right. I was, I was small. Um, you know, I didn't blow up till junior year in high school where I actually gained size. Right. And so it was constantly bullied, constantly bullied. But when I started, like, in high, when I, when I beat my brother, my older brother who would, like, destroy me my whole life, it gave me a sense of I can overcome. No matter how long it takes, if I persist, if I actually find something that I'm good at and I can be better than you at something, I can achieve something better than you. I can beat you. Yeah. So on the one hand, it showed me um, what I'm capable of. You know, all right, so I'm not capable of it in this venue. I'm not capable of it in this venue. I'm capable of it in this venue. But then on the other hand... I ended up bullying other people when, when I was when I did gain some size and some like some some confidence, and then I realized like exactly like you, I realized what it did, and I was like, oh fuck, I rem- like, I remember making this one kid cry when I was a senior in high yeah. school, and like they were like scared shitless, they were backed into a corner, they were freaking out, their face, and they just wept, and I almost cried from it because I was like. Oh my god! I fucking did this to this person. Yeah, right? I was. And I, I did was, nothing yeah. but immensely just like apologize and hug. And I made. I actually made like a, a public effort to be like to you know rap, walked into the room with this kid around my like my arm around this kid and like tried to make this thing of like we're cool. I'm sorry, and I tried to do whatever I could to make a difference. But it taught me humility. Yeah, and I was like, all right. So now that I have the power to do something, now I have to learn how to control that. And I think in a reverse of those who bullied me and then I was able to surpass them, it taught them humility of like, I'm not always going to be able to contain or hold this even as much as I think I'm always going to be this person, I'm quickly shown that I'm not. Yeah, it was so like for me, the kid that I fucking picked on, I I made him fucking cry and that made me feel like fucking shit. Like he just, he, he literally just... He went home, he cried to his parents, and his parents brought him to my house to, like, talk to me and talk to my parents, and he was crying, and I was like, I just felt fucking terrible I made someone else feel that way. And I was like, I will never fucking do that to somebody again. Like, certainly not on purpose. Yeah. See, um, I, w- I was a little bit different. I picked on people that picked on other people. I see, destroyed I, so, them. So I was... But that I was still even, fits your personality. I though. did. That's not even like... <laughs> like I can see, like, always, a little Anastasia just yeah. walking up and like, fuck you. Yeah, exactly. I was, exactly. I was what of, do you think you're doing, you stupid... Don't talk yeah. to her. Yeah. I was sort of that fucking kid for a while too where like I would fuck with you if you fucked with other people right you're um, the champion of but the like as a little fucking yeah especially kids that were younger than me that I liked that like lived yeah. in the neighborhood right but like as a younger fucking kid do I think that the kid who picked on me learned a lesson I don't know if he learned a lesson in like I shouldn't treat people like that because of the way it makes him feel but he certainly fucking learned a lesson in like 
I don't know what people are capable of, so maybe I shouldn't fucking judge from the outside. Because you know what? I didn't know I was fucking capable. Right. That. And that's I hit this, that reversal. Yeah, it was this fucking, this kid Dave, and I was in fucking third grade, and I fucking, he's laying on the, like, I just lost my shit and, like, wailed into his face. He's on the floor in the fucking hallway with a bloody mouth, and now I'm whisked away to the office. And and he, what he fucking learned was, okay, maybe I shouldn't fucking assume <laughs> right. that I have the upper hand because I'm bigger than people. And right. I don't think I ever saw him bully anybody again. I tell you, nothing fucking ever happened after that day between me and him. He just fucking went away. They made him sit on the other side of class, and that was it. And that was the last time we ever even interacted. And then one day he moved, and I never saw him again. So I guess my question is, what happens if you're if you never get to that level where you do stand up to that bully? What happens to you? What happens to that bully? Does he get worse? Do you lose self confidence? What so happens? I think the I think the bigger question is, is that the minority or the majority? Because if it's the minority, right? We can't necessarily I don't base. Know. But I, I, I honestly, I'm going to go out on a limb, and I think that's the minority. I think the people who never get to that point I think point everybody of, is a breaking point. Yeah, I think the people who never get to that point of, I can't take this anymore, I'm going to lash out, and then learn boundaries and learn understanding from that based off of consequences, I, th- I, 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 I don't think that that's as many people as you think. I think those are the very dramatic circumstances that get publicized and romanticized, but I don't think that that's the norm. I think yeah, I agree, is... and I think most people are going to say something to someone, and it's going to get addressed somehow. And again, like I, I got to put a big fucking asterisk on this. Like, there is a big difference yeah. between like you're a kid and some other kid fucks with you because they're bigger than you or because you're smarter than them and they don't like that, and you know they're trying to like intimidate you because they want to look better or whatever the case may be. But there's a big difference between you know, what bullying was when we were younger or what it was considered to be and, like, this fucking incessant internet fucking harassment. Tarred and feathered and posted on Facebook videos. Where kids are fucking killing themselves because there's videos of them getting beat up on Facebook. Like, that's a whole different fucking thing. That's never okay. Like, I'm not fucking advocating public humiliation. But, like, what gets classified as bullying right now is generally something way more along the lines of, like, public humiliation. But, like, having somebody who's who can fuck with you Nowadays is a good thing slander. in life because it lets you know where you fucking stand. Right. And, and it, it's either going to help you fucking... It's either going to make you aware of where you stand or it's going to make you aware of what you're capable of when you refuse to stand where someone else thinks you do. And both of those are good lessons. Yeah. I don't know, in my opinion. Anyway. No, I, I absolutely agree. I think I think that also but I think bullying in a way, again, not only teaches you about what you can be good at and what you can't, like it forces you to learn other things. It forces you to redirect your mindset. And and again, I there think, are I extremes. Think we, yeah, we're not talking. We're talking. I, I I'm talking Nolan extremes. I, you guys are talking. We're talking just generalizing. Yeah. And, and I yeah. think Nolan and I probably, I, I confidently say we're going to talk about the, the the normal, the average, for those who actually were able to surpass their bullies. We're, yeah. For those who were able to get out of the shadow of the bullies and in some way surpass them. Um, which I, I, I do want to say, I think is more of the majority, even if it's only like 51%. I think that that, I think that's, 
I think that's big enough of a of a of a standard that we can speak confidently on the on the on the whole. Um, but I, you know, but the I guess learning, the question learning, is... understanding consequences of actions is a big part of it, um, and 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 it teaches you to to kind of in your own way it 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 forces you to to uh, reflect on yourself why am i being bullied why are these people doing this to me what is wrong with them you know you get to learn and about other people you learn about yourself i'm not i'm not advocating bullying right right uh, and and i'm not saying that everybody should be bullied <laughs> at all no i'm, everybody I'm not everybody should be bullied <laughs> no I, I'm, but i think there are i think if you if you take an a a resulting view of it what you get out of it, what comes out of it, if you if you if you if you really learn from it, you end up gaining something. So are kids more evil today than we were, or is it being portrayed that way? It is like I think they're, technology, more I tools. think they're more evil because of the ease of ability <laughs> That's to be cruel. Point. I agree with that. I you know, I think it's a little bit of both, but I think they're I think they are more evil because we've made it easier. Yeah, they have a yeah, greater, like what, greater what, greater what did I have as a kid? Like, yeah, as a kid, it was still, oh, all right, I'm going to stick yeah, you, you in my more locker. outlets. Right? Or right. I'm going to dump I can you write in a trash a note. can. I can write a chain right. of notes. A rumor when, that's when, only when me and Jay were in elementary school, people, I know? could say to Jay, this kid's an asshole. And that's like, that's as far as it fucking goes. Right. Like, right. Hey, he, he's, he's an asshole. He's a dick. He's got a small wiener or whatever. Like, right. Right. Maybe that goes to what, 180 people? Yeah, this kid's an asshole, or fucking, I don't like, or like, we should beat this kid up. Like, right. it goes that fucking far, and that's it. Now it's like, you know, Which you're. Which at the time is devastating in that microcosm of a society. Sure, yeah, but, but like now you're like turning someone, versus... now you have fucking third graders turning their fucking little pseudo nemesis is in nemesi. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. into 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 a fucking into an internet meme and putting yeah, it and on fucking Snapchat or China or, and South Korea. Right, right. I mean, and, and like they have like a thousand followers. You're an asshole. I fucking you. hate you. And yeah. then you got what's yeah. the uh, what's the the um, the hacker like the biggest anonymous? Yeah, anonymous chimes in and is like fuck you and da, 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 da. yeah, it's a different world, man. It's a way different world. Well, on that note, we are. Uh, we're almost two hours in. I was going to say, no we're right. Got me so two, we should right? probably uh, cap this one off, and we will talk to you guys next time. I, I like it.